As you start your retirement planning journey, it's crucial to foresee potential expenses that may nibble away at your hard-earned savings. Join us as we explore six financial demands that can impact your retirement nest egg and discover effective strategies to prepare for them. That and more coming up. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Welcome on into the show. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I am your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger, and they are with SoundPath Retirement Strategies. Thank you for joining us Saturday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I love doing the show with Ben and Matt because I learn so much each week. So here we go. In your journey through life, a significant chunk of it will be devoted to your career and diligently saving for your retirement. Now, when you arrive at that pivotal moment, you want assurance that your retirement fund is substantial enough to provide for your needs during your golden years. All right, we'll start with the first one. One of the most important ones, healthcare, guys. Yeah, healthcare is typically one that's underestimated when when people retire. Uh, well, actually, both sides of it. It's either underestimated or grossly overestimated. <laughs> and so we'll have some clients that come in and say, you know, I want to, I'm going to be using my money in the first 10 years. So travel, it's going to be a lot more expensive. Then I'm going to stop traveling. I'm not going to spend as much. Well, it doesn't usually work that way. A lot of times when you stop traveling, you're tra- not traveling for a reason. And usually it's health related. So your health expenses will go up while your travel expenses go down. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Now, we also need to plan on not just health-related expenses, but also longevity in in your life. So life expectancy is roughly age 85. If you make it to age 60, you'll probably live to about 85 on average. Uh, medical advances are pushing this further and further. So it's likely that you might live longer. And the longer you live, the more likely you're going to have some sort of healthcare something. So make sure that you're planning adequately, that your spending isn't going to drop off significantly at the point that you are, you know, 70s and 80s. And also keep in mind that medical inflation is typically higher than regular consumer inflation. So things also get more expensive on the medical side. Now, on the flip side of this, you don't need to save $500,000 for medical itself as you get older that that's very unlikely you're going to be having that type of that type of structure now there are some exceptions when we start talking about things like alzheimer's a healthy body and alzheimer's will typically have a very expensive stay but we'll talk about how you can hedge against that i'm not a huge fan of long-term care insurances especially ones that are forced by the state of washington not good (laughs) not not a good system that they put in place there but there might be an exposure here that we need to talk about so healthcare definitely take that into consideration. Well, and you know something else to look at as well when you're looking at retirement and, and costs that show up is home ownership. Uh, yeah. th- this is a conversation I always have with our clients. You know, do you own a home? What do you own on it? Do you expect to stay in that home? Are you going to divest of any real estate? Are you going to downsize? Are you going to move somewhere else? You know, uh, these are questions that uh, need to be answered because many people they don't want to mow a lawn anymore. Right. They, they don't want a garden. They don't want the stairs of going up. And some people, if they, you know, are landlords and they have other rentals, they they don't want to deal with that anymore either. It could be a nightmare. It could be a nightmare. So, but even just taking your own home, you know, every homeowner knows the unexpected costs for upkeep, right? Maintenance, it it can wreak havoc. This is one of the reasons why I have a lot of people when they do choose, if they choose to say downsize into a condo, it's because they don't have to deal with the upkeep anymore, right? There's something beautiful about that. Um, According to uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics from 
2016 through 2020, I thought this was interesting. Americans who were 65 or older spent an average of almost $17,000 per year on housing related costs. And some people that's okay. Um, some people want to keep the home for memories. They love it. They're happy there. And, and that's fine. But these are things you have to think about in the planning process. This is just part of the holistic conversation we have. And not even not just that. I mean, something that's relatively unique for our area is the fact that property taxes oh. have skyrocketed. The horrible. It's so, so fast. So that's an unexpected cost. If you're seeing doubling of your taxes, your homeowner's taxes over five years, 10 years, mm -hmm. that's something you weren't budgeting in. So you need to make sure that you plan that as you end up planning what your, what your home ownership is. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, you know, I'll, I'll say this, this is just a, a part that I cry on sometimes when I'm seeing my psychologist, but uh, <laughs> uh, a, a number of years back, I, I was in the uh, business of being a landlord and ha had a number of rentals. Yeah. And uh, I remember there was all these, you know, school levies that come out and I believe in our children. I, you know, I believe the children are our future. Don't make me sing. But, uh, <laughs> but I had multiple homes in the school yeah. district and there was a big levy that came out. And my f my renters who had become friends of mine were saying, yeah, this is great because they had a bunch of children. I myself had no children. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's great for you. You're renting. This is all coming down on me as a homeowner. And never before did I want to divest of all my stuff as fast as possible. All right. 877-249-6900. Get on their calendar. 877-249-6900. All right. Got to talk about the I word, inflation. Yep. A huge problem. Hasn't been for 20 years. It has been for the past couple of years. And inflation has been trending downwards. So recently it started to spike back up. So it's not gone away yet. It's not, it's not through its paces. Now, inflation is something that uniquely targets retirees. I talked about it briefly when we talked healthcare about medical inflation going up. But just in general, inflation is, is a killer for retirees and their income sources. And if you think about it, when you were working and inflation was up 8%, which it doesn't happen very often, but let's assume you could go to your boss and say, Hey, inflation's up. Give me more money. Mm -hmm. And your boss, depending on if they're good or bad, or whether you want to stay employed with them or not, or whether they like you or not, but they'll probably give you something, maybe not 8%, but they'll give you something. Say, okay, fine. I get it. Here you go. Extra money. When you are retired, unless you have your assets structured in a way to hedge against inflation, there's nothing you can do about it. If you are in CDs or you're in cash, then inflation, you're just losing. There's okay. nothing you can do about it. So you need to make sure that inflation is uniquely targeted in your planning process and that you have inflation hedges. Yeah. That way you can make sure that the long-term impact of what inflation is, because that's where it really hits you. It's not necessarily year over year. It's 10 years of compounding inflation that becomes a problem. Make sure that that is properly properly allocated and that the plan that you have is creating a scenario where that helps. I'm glad Ben said that because Ben, Gary and I would like some raises. Oh, oh sorry. I, 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 I can't hear you. What, <laughs> what was that? Well, let's, let, well, let, let's, speaking of Gary, let's talk about the, the, the problem that Gary mentions quite often oh, with God. through his tears. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about the cost of adult children um, for retirees. Oh, their adult and, children, and my, or, and my psychologist too. Yeah. <laughs> and grandchildren yeah, as well. Right. Let, let's look at some major high, high, bills that have stuck around and they're causing a lot of retirees to financially still take care of some adult children. I'm thinking student loans. I still cry about this. Uh, you know, cell phone bills, you name it. Many retirees do find themselves financially assisting their adult children or even their grandchildren. Um, 
There was a study in 2018 by Merrill Lynch that showed almost 80%, 79% of parents were providing financial support to their children. And it, the, the amount is staggering, it, contributing to a combined total of $500 billion wow. annually. Holy so, yeah, so something that uh, some advice that I give to my retirees is at times you have to have kind of a come to Jesus moment with your adult children and your grandchildren. You you have to communicate with your family about your financial plans and your needs, set some boundaries. And, you know, and then once you've done that and you can feel safe with your retirement plan, then if there's anything extra, now you can bless your children and your grandchildren in ways that you can still sleep at night. Right. Right. Well, and the, I think we have time for one more that we'll talk about here. And the big one for me that I see is taxes. Oh, yeah. A lot of times taxes aren't adequately considered when it comes to your investments. Uh, and and it's partly because it's, it's, it's not, not, it's not tangible. It's not sexy to talk about taxes well, either. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also who takes control of it. <laughs> so I see a lot of conversations where people come to me and say, I just can't get straight tax advice. Now they can have somebody do their taxes. The CPA will do that. But when it comes to how do I set myself up to minimize my taxes over the next 20, 30 years, if they talk to their advisor, the advisor will say, well, talk to your CPA. He does your taxes. Talk to your CPA. And they say, well, that's all related to your income. Go talk to your advisor. And so these professionals keep punting to each other as opposed to somebody taking the reins and saying, hey, this is what we got to do. So I always use a football analogy when it comes to taxes. The financial advisor is the coach. The financial advisor calls the plays. And then the CPA is the running back who executes the play. Now, they only see their narrow focus. They're only looking at what am I trying to do at this specific situation. The coach is seeing holistically, what's our game plan? What are we trying to achieve? So it's your financial advice that should be able to create your comprehensive tax plan. If you do not have a comprehensive tax plan, then you are likely going to be spending way too much money in taxes, either through your lifetime or as it inherits to your beneficiaries. I had one client come to me who had done a fantastic job saving. They were able to save a uh, handful of millions of dollars into retirement. And they were coming to me saying, we, we just want to be tax efficient. And they told me what their strategy was, what they wanted to do. And I ran through the tax scenario for them, and it would cost them roughly $11 million in taxes doing what their strategy was at the end of the day, gifting it to kids. Mm-hmm. When I ran through a scenario saying, well, if we do these handful of things differently, their tax bill dropped to under $4 million. Yeah, Significant savings by just having a strategy. So if this rings true for anybody out there, if they're going, yeah, I don't really know what my taxes are going to look like, shoot us a call. We always leave 10 spots open to be able to have comprehensive, complimentary meetings with these with listeners. And it can be either in person in Seattle or in Bellevue, or it can be remote if that makes more sense for you. But we'll be able to sit down and say, okay, well, what is your exposure? You know, is taxes a concern for you? How do we minimize those taxes? And what type of plan do we need to create to be able to create consistency of income while also taking into consideration how your money either goes back to you or goes to beneficiaries or both. Now, if you call and you get sent to a voicemail, leave a message. We'll call you back. We'll get you back on the schedule, but we look forward to talking to you. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take a short break. What's up next, guys? When we come back, we explore some of the key components that folks want out of retirement. And we're going to offer some easy ways to get back on track uh, of your financial plan journey if you feel feel like you've gotten off so don't go away well hi there welcome back into the show the show is sound path to retirement i'm your consumer advocate gary nolan 
and back with us to help you take charge of your money like they are every week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Leiberger, thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. All right. You know, I do want to make a comment on the last segment when you guys were joking around talking about helping adult children. Here's the good news. That actually made me feel a little better. 79% of folks' parents are doing that. That's so, you know. You're not alone. I'm not alone. It means 21% say, forget it, kids. I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) And and you're you're accounting for just half of that $500 billion. Exactly. Only half. Yeah. So, no, I feel, uh, thanks. I feel a lot better. I'm going to cut down on my uh, therapy uh, visits. Okay. So, uh, 4,300 adults were surveyed by principal in April of earlier this year. Now, they surveyed again in late August about their financial concerns and retirements. Uh, do you think things change? Why don't you guys talk about this uh, little study they did here? Yeah, it was interesting, but not unexpected for me. And it, the top stressors, top three stressors, remained the same uh, in August as they were in April. And that's because not a lot's changed uh, the way people are feeling or hitting their pocketbook. Those three stressors, number one, inflation, right? People are still stressed. Um, number two, rising interest rates, of course. Um, and number three, a lack of savings. So when you look at these three, you know, the lack of savings really stood out to me. Four out of 10 workers, just over four, 41% said they don't contribute any money at all to a 401k or an, an any employer sponsored plan. And, um, gosh, I mean, I, I, I know people that don't, I just didn't realize it was over 40%. So that, that, that struck me a little bit. That that's a lot. If, if you're listening right now and, and you, you know, maybe you're even younger and you're still listening to the show while Ben likes to say, we don't talk to anyone who's not retired. I'll, I'll still talk to you. Oh, contribute to your employer sponsored plan. It's, it's one of the easiest ways, especially with matches to get free money. Um, it's gotta be within your budget. I get that, but, uh, gosh, 41%, that's a lot. Well, and in fairness, Matt, I do talk to people if they're within 10 years of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. Uh, no, but in all You're seriousness, You're uh, 100% right. Now, w- one thing that might be a bit surprising on those top three stressors was number two, rising interest rates. Mm-hmm. And so some people all have come to me and say, why are rising interest rates a big problem? And I know I've talked about this in previous shows, and we've talked about this relatively frequently. Yeah. But rising interest rates becomes very problematic for retirees. As interest rates rise up, your bond funds lose money. And bond funds are what are your quote unquote safe investments when it comes to traditional investing. When you have a pie chart manager, someone who manages money through pie chart diversifications, you'll have stocks, you'll have some cash, and you'll have bond funds. Mm-hmm. Now, bond funds, you know, if, you, if you're worried about the stock market, if you went to that advisor last year and said, hey, stocks are not doing great, what are we going to do? They'll look at you and say, okay, well, let's move more money into bond funds. Bond funds all the alternative. Now, here's the thing that drives me absolutely crazy about that conversation is bond funds were objectively going to lose money. When the Fed's going to keep raising interest rates, those bond funds are going to continue to lose money until the Fed stops and interest rates start to go back down. And so to have a financial advisor say, oh, yeah, let's move it out of stocks, which have a potential to go up and move them into bond funds, which have zero potential to go up. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I, I think that's borderline financial malpractice. Yeah. You know, have have the full conversation of, well, bond funds aren't great either. In that case, most likely CDs would have been a better spot. That's how you take advantage of rising interest rates is by doing short term CD ladders. Yeah, but Ben, a lot of people don't get paid to play CDs. Come on now. That's the problem. Sarcasm. You know, it usually comes down to best interest is Mm -hmm. CDs don't typically get um, 
they, they don't charge off of them. So rising interest rates can be a big issue for some people, but it doesn't have to be. And, and honestly, all three of these don't necessarily have to be a big problem. Inflation, you have investments that structure to be able to hedge against inflation. Mm-hmm. For rising interest rates, we'll move away from bond funds and move more into a laddered approach. That's where Matt and I specialize. Three, a lack of savings. That one is one that I can't help with, Matt can't help with. But what we can do is give a good understanding of what's what's the result. What do you have? And what does that mean for your retirement income? If what you have works for your retirement income, then a lack, quote unquote, of savings doesn't matter because you hit your number. If what you have does not get you to the income that you need, well, then, yeah, we need to make some changes. We need to make some trade-off conversations. And then we we look at it and we go through that in, in that type of detail. Well, and, th- and those are the conversations we have. I mean, to go back to this stat, uh, not this stat, but another one in that same survey, 56% of folks surveyed said they are not on track with their yearly 401k savings in order to hit that retire that retirement comfortably. And that is the reason why we have these conversations. Okay, then what do we need to do? It is that, so what, what now? Let's not be ashamed of where where we're at. Let's see what we need to do to get you on track for where you want to go. Here's that number, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies standing by ready to talk to you. 877-249-6900. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With us each week this time, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. We're going through that principal study that uh, was done uh, back in April, then again in August. And uh, I mean, let's dig in a little bit more, guys. What else do you have for me? Yeah, there's five other elements that I find interesting from that study. The first one being that 52% of respondents said they wanted lifetime income. 49% said they wanted consistent monthly paycheck income. And so for those two themselves, there, there is a difference. Uh, lifetime income typically represents annuity payments is, is what you typically think of. You give X amount of money to an insurance company and they're going to pay you X amount per month for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You're insuring yourself for longevity risk. So if you live longer than anybody post NOAA, you're still going to be getting your paychecks. The issue with lifetime income, from my perspective, and this is, you know, again, gospel according to Ben, not <laughs> not the only way that it can end up working, is that a lifetime of income, you are sacrificing something to create that longevity risk hedge. So a lot of times clients will come to me and they'll say, hey, I've got this great annuity and it's guaranteeing me a 7% growth per year. And then I have to burst that bubble and say, no, it is not guaranteeing you 7%. Well, it says right here, 7%, no. That's 7% on an accumulation value, which will then be multiplied by 4%, and that creates your lifetime income. It is not a 7% growth. Most lifetime income annuities have an average return of like 1%, 1.5% to age 85. Not great earners, but that's not their intent. Their intent is to create consistency so you're not crying in the fetal position when the market goes down. Now, that being said, I don't typically find these are best for most clients. A lot of times you can structure more consistency of ladders, uh, essentially the second part saying that you want consistent monthly paycheck income. If it's consistent and we don't have to use a life annuity for it, then you'll typically get significantly higher returns on average. So uh, keep that in mind as as you go through that. Most times variable annuities are not going to be great vehicles for what you're trying to achieve, uh, mostly because of fees that they end up having. And that's the third one is 42% responded that they desire low fees or costs. And that makes sense. The more that you get charged in fees, the worse that your performance is going to be because it's compromised buy those fees more mm-hmm. or less. And this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves. I know Matt, Gary, you guys, you guys have heard me say this multiple <laughs> times, but I'm not going to say who the, the company is. I'm sure many of you have seen this commercial, but 
It's this uh, a commercial of a well manicured gentleman in a suit standing mm-hmm. or sitting behind a desk. Oh yeah, and he's holding up a pencil and he's looking at the camera and saying, you know, we are true fiduciaries to our clients. We don't make more money unless our clients make more money. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which is the most nonsensical garbage I've ever heard of my life. I mean, the thing is, as a financial advisor, can I make the market go up? No, no. If I could, I'd be using my skill set for something much, much different. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the no, racetrack. My, yeah, my job is to make sure that your risk tolerance matches your goals and that you can retire with the right balance of funds. So this idea that a, an advisor should charge one percent of your asset base as a fee is ludicrous. They get paid more because the market went up when they had no they had they had no control over that. No. And so I always say for most clients, you are much better served by paying an hourly rate for an advisor like what Matt and I charge as opposed to a percent management. Now, there is a break even. If you're under $400,000 in total assets, you'll typically get a better deal by charging by a percent management guy. But if you're over 400000 typically hourly rate saves you money, saves you fees. Yeah. And, and if what we're talking about here, because this is great stuff, if what we're talking about has struck a chord with you and you're listening and you want to sit down and make sure you're on the right path. If, if curiosity about lifetime income uh, matters to you, if you want consistent monthly paychecks throughout your retirement, if you do care about the fees you're paying, just like what Ben was just saying, you know, if you want to make sure that you have some liquidity and access to your money when you need it in emergencies throughout retirement, if, if this stuff, you know, ring some bells, give us a call. We always leave 10 spots open every week for our listeners. And we love to meet our listeners in person. Um, yeah, we leave 10 spots open to sit down. It's a no cost, no obligation. And we're going to sit down and we're going to try to lay out a true understanding of where you are and then map out where you want to go. You know, in our time of serving our community, we have found that a lot of people don't really have a true understanding of, of three key things. They don't know how much they're paying in fees and commissions, like what Ben was just talking about. Uh, they often uh, don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest egg, and they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So these and so many other items we will go through with you to sit down and get a clear picture. So if you call us and our p- folks are on the other line, leave us a message. Someone will get back to you, and we look forward to talking with you. You know, guys, when you're talking about the, the fee structure and things like that, it reminds me that you folks have to have, uh, you know, our Matt and Ben have to uh, live up to their fiduciary responsibilities and their obligations. They're required to have the best interest of you, uh, the client. That's what sets them apart from the other guys. And that phone number to get a hold of Ben and Matt and get on their calendar, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Folks are standing by. This is your chance to benefit from a personalized, comprehensive retirement plan Call right now. Still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar. No cost, no obligation. 877-249-6900. All right. Do that right now. Uh, meantime, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? When we come back, the secret to financial security and stability and how to take control over your financial future. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show. I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me each week at this time, Ben Coble and Matt Lieberger. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'd like to welcome you back in. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. As I mentioned, 
in the tail end of the last segment that it's really important that when you deal with Ben and Matt to realize that they are fiduciaries by law, have to have the best interest of their clients, a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. So, uh, uh, Ben, you mentioned Noah uh, earlier in the last segment. Uh-huh. Okay, so I Googled this, and I don't know. I don't think ben, I don't think Noah got Social Security. I'm not quite sure, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't think he, did. he would have. He would have made out. Yeah, if he, he had some okay. Social Security. Yeah, he really would have been okay. Accounting <laughs> for inflation every year. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not but, sure what inflation rate there was back then. Yeah, I don't but. have to Google that. So good luck. All right, <laughs> establishing the right money mindset is key to establishing your financial future. Now, in order to reap the benefits, we first have to access where assess where you are right now. So we got a little. Uh, exercise we're going to do here and we're going to talk about negative money management and positive money management uh, mindsets i think we did a whole show on financial behavioral uh, a while back so guys why don't you dive into this yeah well most people when it comes to their financial future they feel stressed about it mm-hmm. and especially in retirement right? retirement is scary just in and of itself because you have been spending decades doing something maybe multiple somethings and now we're talking about yeah no more you're going to be spending money not just making it not making it all and so it's it's terrifying. And so it's stressful just in that matter. But then it's also stressful depending on how you're viewing your overall asset base. So I'm going to talk about some negative money market or money mindset symptoms. And then we'll have Matt talk about some of the positive side of things. But some of the negative feelings that we have when it comes to our money would be things like feeling out of control, which makes sense. If Well, I, I give a story of my, my mother who's a, a mountain climber and she ended up falling off of uh, Rainier sort of she was tethered to a couple people so she fell yeah complete that story yeah, yeah, I, 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 wow. she, she is still alive <laughs> okay, everything is fine but she at one point she was during the summit she ended up standing on a shelf of ice that completely sheared off and so Ooh. she found herself Good head Lord. first face down sliding down towards a big gap in the ice now what stopped her was that she had a harness that was tethered to two other individuals and so it stopped but it stopped her when she was halfway in the gap. Ooh, yeah. And so she had to climb herself out of it and then climb back up and you know this is at the very beginning of the summit process and guess what she still summited. So uh, <laughs> she's for her. Yeah, she's she's a big she, she's very strong. Yeah. <laughs> very strong mindset. But the way that she described that feeling of sliding down the mountain, this kind of out of control, not sure where it's going to end type of thing is where I hear people talking this negative mindset of feeling out of control with their finances. When markets go down like they did last year with inflation going up, that's a big problem. That's a big issue. And you can feel very out of control for it. And so that's one of the big negative mindsets that you can see. Yeah. And um, it, it is it is interesting because the negatives flood us, but the positives are phenomenal when we finally have them the positive yeah. uh, money mindsets and and some of these come because people have planned them out really well and sometimes they come because ben and i can sit down and show them on paper they're okay and some of my highlights in life is when i someone comes in feeling out of control like ben's talking about and we sit down and we look and go you did it like you're yeah. gonna be okay and and they still go really yeah right and so you know when someone can leave our office when they come in feeling out of control and they leave with this feeling. I hear this a lot. And this is feeling just generally optimistic about finances. Like they kind of, they went from just this dark feeling to this positive feeling. And it starts with planning, right? You, you get a plan down and you see it on paper and you can actually change to an optimistic view. I mean, you may not think that you're going to be a multimillionaire living in, you know, you know, living in a huge, you know, mansion, but you're going to walk away going, I got this. 
yeah, I got this. And that, that, that feels good. Well, and that control area is mostly because of, you just don't know. That's what I typically see is that people don't really know what they have or what's possible or what it looks like. And that's why when we create our plans, we show you what your income looks like every year. Mm -hmm. We, We show where it's coming from. We show how much it is. We show the taxes, we show inflation, all of that built in so that you have a very good understanding and able to see every year where it's coming from and how it's going to be growing. So that creates a feeling of control. Mm-hmm. in a very difficult scenario. Yeah. I mean, it's classic. We all say this, psychologists say this forever, like we do fear the unknown. Yeah. And so, and th- th- there's where hiding your head in the sand just doesn't help. Right. Let's talk about it and let's let's bring the unknown into light. Right. And I do want to remind everybody, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me each week at this time, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. I want to give you the phone number, get on their calendar, get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan. No cost or no obligation, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Going over the negative money mindset symptoms and then positive ones as well. But uh, before we go back to that or uh, what else you guys want to move on on with here? Well, we got a quote from Dave Ramsey. Let's, yeah. let's play the, the quote that we have here because yeah. it goes into what we're talking about with planning. Yeah. Here we go. Because when you do your budget and you really detail everything out, very seldom are things as bad as they felt when you didn't know the details. Not knowing the details is a monster in the closet. The boogeyman is in the closet, and he's never really there as bad as you think he is. Now, some people discover it's worse than they thought it was, but very few. (laughs) The boogeyman's in the closet, guys. I don't like that at all. (laughs) Yeah, every once in a while, the boogeyman is there. Yeah, Yeah, so we can't do all all blanket statements here because sometimes it's not great, but majority of the time, it's just the unknown. And what really stops clients from coming in and talking about it is a fear of it's going to be worse, number one. And again, these are negative mindsets that's going to be worse than you expect. Number two is this feeling of asking for help that you don't necessarily have all of the answers here. And it's overwhelming mm-hmm. to sit down with a financial professional and say, hey, where where am I at? And, you know, there has been a stigma from previous generations about how you need to have your house in order and you need to be, we all have our specialties. Yeah. And the financial game is the deck is stacked against amateur investors because even, even the access to certain funds are restricted through a financial advisor. And so that's not something to be at all worried about or overwhelmed about. And, you know, again, like Matt said before, is that, you know, so what, what now is whatever you have, we sit down and we talk about it. What do we have? What's the scenario? What are we looking to move forward with? And it all starts with that first meeting, all starts with the plan creation. Yeah, I think it's important to know asking for help, like you said, Ben, it, that's not part of the negative money mindset. That's part of the positive. Yeah. Asking for help, you know, that's the way you're going to enjoy financial peace. It's just classically said you can't develop a financial plan without, well, planning. And, and, and there's where you need some help do it. So you got to be willing to invest the time and the energy to do the work along the way. And we're here to work and to walk along that way with you. Yeah. Well, and there was a study that was done by Bankrate. I want to talk about a little bit here as we get towards the end of the segment. And it had a couple, uh, mostly stressors and impacting mental health of folks as they get towards retirement. So the first one here is 57% of those who say money-related issues cause a negative impact on their mental health say not having sufficient emergency savings is affecting them. Mm. Fear? Well, it's not just fear, but it's comfort. This is a comfort thing. So if you have an emergency fund where you know you've got 20, 40,000, whatever the number is, so that if a car breaks down, if a water heater cuts out, that you've got this money set, set aside as a buffer, 
then that can ease a lot of of contention. If you're running your bank account at a thousand dollars, is your emergency fund? That's probably not enough to cover any sort of an emergency. Now you might have one million dollars in investments, so you have availability somewhere, but the mental elements of not having it set aside and segmented can be relatively damaging. And even right now, there's not much of a reason for us not to create a good, healthy emergency fund. I mean, you can get yeah. money market accounts close to 5% now, yeah. so you can get a good earn on them too. Yeah. Uh, another part of that study was 66% of Americans don't expect their financial situations to improve in 2023. And in fact, 63 of those who don't expect their situations to improve, they cite high inflation as the reason why. Now, um, again, that, that can lead to some fear. And and it might lead some people to say I, I don't I don't want to talk about it and just put their head in the, head in the sand. Uh, but inflation's here, and sometimes people don't understand why is inflation here. Do we have some hope for in the future? Will inflation ever go down? Yes, I'll, I'll give you the crib notes. Yes, it will. Um, well, you know, and how's that going to affect the interest rates? Well, we can sit down and talk macroeconomics one on one with you, and at least let you wrap your head around it. Mm-hmm. But don't let this fear that well, it's just not going to get better, like. Uh, it's not going to get better for me. So what's the point? No, come in, let's sit down and talk because it's very possible if we can change that mindset, then any psychologist will tell you, I'm putting on my psychologist hat, mm-hmm. you change the mindset. It's gonna, it, it has a very powerful way of changing your actions and what you're doing, especially if you're in that retirement red zone, you know, yeah. five to 10 years out from retirement, you can change your actions with that. Well, and especially if you have the right horizons in place, mm-hmm. you know, when markets are bad, like last year, uh, people tend to have a, a short memory. When markets are bad, they're always going to be bad. And so I have clients from the end of last year saying, is it just going to keep going down to zero? No, it's not going to keep going down to zero. And then we have clients that come in and say, oh, the market's going up, so it's going to keep going up forever. Well, no, it's not. It's, it's going to go through horizons. And so, again, this is where a plan is necessary. So if you find yourself that you are stressing over retirement at all, or if you're just looking at going, well, you know, some of this makes some sense. Maybe a plan is going to be necessary uh, to ease one or two of my maybe bigger or small concerns, then shoot us a call. You know, Matt and I, again, we leave 10 spots open to be able to sit down with listeners and talk through your specific situation, completely complimentary. We do not charge for this meeting. It is to sit down and to see if number one, you're on track. Number two, if you are on track, is there some help that you might be needing to get a little bit better situated? Or do you even know what your income level looks like? Let's answer some of those questions based off to see if you can retire at the point that you want to. So shoot us a call and get on our calendar. We can be either remote or in person. And if you get sent a voicemail, leave a message. We'll call you back. But this is a time for you to start taking control over this and start letting the market dictate your mentality as you start entering into retirement or continuing into retirement. Folks, no cost, no obligation. Get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications there'll be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement. What are you waiting for? No cost, no obligation. Pick up the phone. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by 877-249-6900. You deserve that comprehensive plan to retire stress-free, peace of mind. Put all those puzzle pieces together like we talk about, 877-249-6900. 
Get on Ben's calendar and Matt's calendar. You'll be glad you did as you move forward into retirement. One more time on the number before we go to break, 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take that break right now. I'll be back with more of Ben and Matt in just a moment and more of Sound Path to Retirement. What is coming up next, guys? It's that time again. You've got questions and we've got answers. That and more coming up after the break. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, back with us to help you take charge of your money. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Both Ben and Matt are fiduciaries. We talk about how important that is because, by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients, completely transparent, completely independent. It's very important when you're looking for a financial advisor. I'd like to thank the folks in advance who sent their questions in. Let's start with Brandy in Redmond. I'm 53, and I'm behind the eight ball when it comes to retirement savings. My company does not match my 401k. I currently contribute 12%, and the funds I'm offered to invest in are not performing well. I have an option to convert the money into ETFs or IRAs. I know none of this is a get-rich-quick scheme, but... uh, Thinking about taking 12%, depositing it to CD is uh, more appealing. Any ideas or thoughts? Uh, would love your insight on this. And uh, how can a financial advisor help me? Yeah, it, it, this is something that, that people look at and care about, especially as they're approaching uh, the time of retirement and feeling like they are behind the eight ball. Um, one, you're asking the difference with 401ks and, and IRAs. So, you know, there's there's trade-offs as been never tires of saying. Uh, when you look at a 401k is often, you know, the fees are, are slightly less than an IRA. Uh, however, there's some limitations. And this is what it sounds like you're feeling the, the funds that you're offered to invest in. Uh, you say they're not performing well. The, the positives of an IRA is that you tend to have a lot more options to invest. Now, sometimes the, the fees are slightly higher than a 401k, but the trade-off are the options. So if you do have a chance to look at IRAs, um, you know, t- take a look. Some people really find that uh, they'd much rather be in control and with all the options. And if the fees are slightly higher, but they feel like they're getting much better choices to invest in with greater potential of return, then, then it's better. Um, and, and I get it right now. You're looking at CDs as being appealing. That's something to, to talk about as well. Um, there might be some reasons to put a short-term CD ladder, uh, into your plan, even as you're leading up to retirement. These are things that we would sit down with you and discuss based on where you're at, where you want to go and what you have to invest. So, uh, great questions. And you're right. There are some trade-offs, pros and cons. Let's, uh, if you get a chance, Brandy, give us a call. Let's, let's talk more specific about your situation. Yeah. And of course, uh, one thing we know that, you know, if Brandy wants to invest in, you know, keep the money in the 401k, she can you contribute up to $30,000 on the catch up. And of course, on the IRA, the contribution limits is 7,500. So I'm sure Ben and Matt will uh, be happy to talk to Brandy about that as well. All right. Uh, Millie in Issaquah, I'm 63 and don't plan on retiring for at least five years. I've been working with an investment advisor for two years, and he recently informed me that her fees are going up from 
0.5% to 1% for non-specific reasons. I was told initially it was the family and friends discount is something off here. I've never heard of a family friends discount. What what do you what do you think guys going on here, guys? <laughs> well, sometimes people are bunched in yeah, with a I friend. So, so I if it's so. a percent management guy yeah, who says, well, I'm so. managing your cousin or whatever, so I'll give you the same rate type okay. of thing. Uh, 1% is pretty standard for percent management guys. So 1% isn't something that's completely out of, out of whack here. The big issue that I have is I just don't think that percent management fees make sense for a fiduciary. Uh, they get paid based off of something they don't control. The market goes up, they get more money. doesn't make much sense to me. And so most times I recommend clients go talk to an hourly rate advisor like Matt and myself. That way, if you have a 401k that works really well and it's got good investment options, an hourly rate advisor will be more likely to say, keep it. A percent management guy has an incentive to say, let's roll it into an IRA that I manage so that way I can charge a fee on it. Now, that's not how it's supposed to be and that's not how it always works, but you know, conflicts of interest can play a big role. So the break even though, so if you have over $400,000 with an investment advisor, an hourly rate advisor would likely charge you less as a total as opposed to a percent management guy. So depending on how much money you have, it might make more sense to look at a different fee structure or a different, a different um, advisor. Now, being 63, you're getting close to retirement. So you're going to start need to look at some specific planning and tax planning and all of that. So I, I'd recommend that you look at a more comprehensive approach than what's likely being offered for you. Yeah, absolutely. Millie and Brandy and everybody else who's listening, let me give you that phone number. Get on Ben's calendar and Matt's calendar. Maybe a question or two. I'd be happy to uh, field those questions for you, too, just like on the show here. 877-249-6900. That's the number. Soundpath Retirement Strategies. That's your phone number. Get on the calendar, Ben's calendar and Matt's calendar. Get yourself all set up with that comprehensive plan. No cost or no obligation. 877-249-6900. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with us each week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, thanks for spending part of your weekend with us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio going through questions that came in. Uh, from uh, listeners, Carlos in Bellevue, I'm recently retired. I'm looking to roll over my 401k into an IRA and start making some distributions. It turns out that I was making some after-tax contributions over the years that cost a basis of $50,000. I'd like to roll the amount into a Roth IRA, which I imagine would be tax-free. My CPA seems to agree. Uh, curious if you uh, could describe the process for me. Yeah, Carlos, uh, good question. As you're coming to retirement, you've recently retired, so congrats. I'm jealous. Um, but looking at rolling over that 401k into an IRA, start taking some contributions. Yep, this is all part of the retirement plan and the distribution strategy. So, uh, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, well, what is this after-tax contributions or pre-tax contributions to, you know, say 401ks? Uh, you know, for those listening, the traditional 401ks, traditionally speaking, people contribute pre-tax dollars in, and if they get a match from their company, those are also pre-tax dollars that go in. So all of it builds tax deferred, and when you take it out for income later in life, uh, you pay full income tax on it. Now. There are ways of putting in your share in after-tax dollars. Sometimes this is planned, uh, often the so-called Roth 401k you'll hear about. And sometimes people just surprise themselves when they've put in some uh, after-tax dollars and they did not take the tax deferral. Now, that portion that you put in 
that cost basis that does come back to you tax free and the portion that is tax deferred will of course be uh, full income tax when you pull it out now um this is important to look at because a lot of people, when they end up pulling out their 401k, there will be partial on, on each. Now, throughout your time, you could have done things that, uh, you know, we've talked about on the show before, like backdoor Roth conversions, but you are at the perfect age to talk about converting to Roth. This is one of the key concepts we sit down and talk with in the first few meetings that we sit down with you, uh, both Ben and myself. The reason being is you've just retired. So not only looking at you know, you're focused on this 50K cost basis you have. Let's look bigger as well. Um, we want to look now that you've retired, if we can structure your income in such a way that we can minimize your effective tax rate and get it low, then it's a great time to look at Roth rollovers for much more than just what you're looking at. Uh, and the reason being is when you're working, often you're at a very high tax bracket. And, you know, roll, you know, doing Roth can, can be spendy. But after you retire, this is a great time to talk. So we can sit down, show you what you should move and when you should move it. And we can actually help you with the process of actually converting that for you. Yeah, Carlos, you need to get hold of uh, Ben and Matt. You know, one of the things that's really important we talk about, too, is that Ben and Matt, they, they're with you all the way through, you know, tax minimization strategies is big part of the plan. And if your advisor is not including that in the plan, I don't know how you make a plan without considering. Uh, the aspect of, of taxes and what it could do to your plan. And that's what uh, Ben and Matt do. They have that tax minimization strategy, make you legally, you know, okay to pay the least amount of taxes uh, by law. If not, they'd wind up in Leavenworth, Kansas, which we don't want. Nobody wants that, you know, <laughs> federal <laughs> penitentiary. No. All right, Lynette in Kirkland. I've just learned about the reduction of Social Security benefits if you take your benefits early and make over a certain amount. My first question is this. Is that per household or family, or would my husband and I both get to make the amount individually, have to make the amount individually? Uh, and after we hit our full retirement age, is there still a reduction? Thanks a lot. I've already learned so much from the show. Social Security, it can be very confusing and a lot of moving parts as well, guys. Right. So for 2023, the income limit is 21,240. So if you are working and making more than 21,240 and drawing your social security before full retirement age, then you will be penalized one for every $2 of social security. Uh, and the penalty essentially is just, uh, it's done through a, an earnings test. And so that money will no longer come to you. It will be set aside. Now at full retirement age, that number gets recalculated and then you get essentially it back. They recalculate the benefit and then they give you credit for the months that it was reduced or withheld benefit due to excess earnings. So uh, it's not completely gone forever at full retirement age. It comes back, uh, but the, the amount is individually tested. So the earnings test is individual. So you each could have a part-time job uh, theoretically and, and get to that, get to that point. So, uh, Social Security, a lot of moving parts on it, and make sure that you look at it holistically and how it overall plays into your your retirement. But uh, yeah, after full retirement age, there is no reduction. It is full amount and then plus whatever was withheld. 
Gosh, great, great questions today. Uh, thanks for everyone who, who submitted questions. I feel like we say it every week, but uh, the questions are thoughtful and, and we like talking about that. And, and if these questions have, have maybe spurred some more questions in your mind and you're driving there and you're listening right now, give us a call. Let's address your questions directly. As you can tell, uh, we, we are very passionate about our belief that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. Um, that's the reason why we keep 10 spots open every week for our listeners. I don't know how many are left right now, but if you want to get in those slots, give us a call. And we're going to go through your specific questions. We're going to talk about the things that are on your mind, inflation, market volatility, taxation, Social Security, all, all questions you know similar to what we saw today. So we'll sit down, we'll hear your questions, we'll begin to map it out. And, and in the process, our goal is that uh, any negative feelings that you did have about retirement, we hope that we can assuage those and, and, and leave you with feelings of, I have a plan and, and this is going to be okay. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to walk with you throughout retirement and make things well. So give us a call. We look forward to talking with you. All right. Great advice, Matt. As always, let me give you that phone number, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Sit down with Ben and Matt and the team. And if something we've been talking about resonates with you, you feel a need to get that second opinion. I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, a very important risk tolerance we talk about. Pick up the phone, punch those numbers in. You deserve a secure plan for retirement, stress-free, peace of mind. That's what you want as you move into retirement. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by ready for your phone call. 877 877- 249-6900. Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. And look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics and new questions right here on Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, as always, it's a pleasure. I look forward to next week already. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.